Welcome back to Metal Beer and Bullshit. Grab a beer, grab a seat, and enjoy some metal, beer, and steaming piles of bullshit. Well, that's us back. Uh, welcome back, metalheads, beer drinkers, and bullshitters. I'm Sean. I'm Juan. I'm Bien. And we're back in the midst of the continuing pandemic and political nightmare that is America. Yay. Oh. Hey, we're number one. But, but you know what, though? <laughs> it, it, it feels so good to be sitting in a room with you guys again. Um, and we're 18 feet apart. Yeah. We're all wearing our masks. And drinking through straws. Paper that have straws. mask on as well. Paper straws. So there's not going to be a whole lot of music. We're going to talk about uh, beer and what's been going on with record addictions because <laughs> apparently we've all gathered or, you know, acquired record addictions even more severe than they were prior to the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> when we, I guess you call it broke, I didn't buy anything since we were at a vinyl altar. And then, right when everything started to open up again, man, I went fucking nuts. Yeah, so. I know. It was, I I had sold off. I had two sure uh, M44-7 needles that I got with those turntables, and I, I just wasn't happy with them because, I mean, they use a lot of, use a lot of weight on those, you know, force on those things to, to play, and I didn't want to fuck up our records because, I mean, when it's not like we're just buying the records for the, you know, thrashy third Thursdays. They're also our collections. Right. So. I wanted to get something that was a little less, a little less brutal on the on the on the vinyl. So I sold those, made like two hundred and sixty five bucks off those two Holy needles shit. and cartridges, and then bought like thirty fucking records. Like I just went nuts <laughs> and bought like that. That's that's what happened with me. I my you know I don't know if I said it on the last show. I had a death in the family, and basically I had to sell off a lot of family stuff. And well, that's all it was. As soon as that, I had that cash, as soon as things open, oh boy, that first day was funny because I went to Record Connection and I think I walked out of there with like 12 things. It was insane. Yeah, well, I mean, it isn't hard to do. I mean, you still, no. the records are amazing. You know, you find shit you want. Oh, yes. I mean, like I hooked up with, oh, hold on a second. Yeah, the shit just sells itself. You walk yeah. in there, you're like, oh, look at this. Well, I went with one of our, one of my friends and, a fan of the show, uh, Tanya, and Tanya's a big uh, collector of uh, figure uh, figures, like horror figures and stuff like that. And she, God, I hate her for this, and she's going to listen to this and laugh her ass off. I'm picking up vinyls, and I'm going, do I want to get this? And she's like, if you have to think about it, you want it. Well, that makes sense to me. And next thing you know, I'm walking around with this st- this pile of stuff. She's carrying a pile of stuff. I'm like, holy shit! Yeah, that's all you need is that that little devil on your shoulder. Yeah, saying, she is. It. She is the devil. So I was going to ask you how you got that handsome record. I'm like, why would you buy that? But now I know. <laughs> well, there. Uh, funny story, real quick. Drunk at the shore. There is video evidence of me singing Ubop. Mm-hmm. I never knew there was that many words in that fucking song. <laughs> Right. And I got 20 bucks for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
your I, audience is in. That, yes. That that came on quicker than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> but in the meantime, no, it's great to be back. Um, I hung out with some of our fans, and once everything started opening up, drank some beer with uh, with Rick. Uh, oh, Rick's awesome. Yeah. Rick's the best. You know, Tanya. Tanya's been over and my Tanya, place. Tanya's awesome, too. So, yeah, we've... Uh, Danny from whatever this is, Brad from whatever this is, they're all over my place. Brad doesn't drink, but Brad finds the best beer. He was in, um, I forget where it was at, but he uh, got me this this place called Collusion. Beer was fucking good. Yeah, I've heard of Collusion. I can't remember where it comes from. Yeah, but yeah, it was really good. But getting back to the record thing before, yeah, yes, I forget, yes, yes. it was No Slip Records. Was I've been t- I was talking to the owner of No Slip, and then I... I I actually won a record. He had a contest on his Facebook page, but then I bought a bunch and he sent me a bunch of shit. Like it was pretty awesome. Like dude's really squared away. It's all good bands like hazard, which is the one I was holding there. There's a Australian doom band called mother slug. Who's, who's like freaking that out. killer, uh, hookah. I mean, he sent me a bunch of shit. That was, it was really cool. So shout out to him and no slip records on, you can find them on Bandcamp. Nice. Yeah. We'll be throwing a bunch of plugs out today. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, I know right round opened up again. That was a huge relief to get down and hang out with Glenn and yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I finally, like, finally got to pick up stuff that I had on hold before this whole pandemic shit happened. Yeah. I got, I was down and he had the Danzig sings Elvis. So I, I how grabbed, is it? Uh, I'll take your opinion on it. I, a lot of people, oh, it's great, but I haven't listened. Danzig. I have, yeah. I have, yeah, I, we know you, how you feel about <laughs> Danzig. I I haven't listened to it yet, but Gail did on iTunes, and she, I don't know. She wasn't that crazy about it, but I mean, it, it's not a far stretch. That's the reason why I'm like, do I really want to get this? It's I bought it. I mean, not not that I don't like Danzig, but I bought it mainly for the collectability of it because, dude, within a week of the first press coming out, people were selling that fucking thing for like eighty bucks. Really? Wow. Yeah, and then well, Cleopatra, who who is, must be the distributor. They came out with a pink version of it, and the pink ones were all warped. So they ended up sending them all back in. They had to repress wow. a bunch of pink ones, and then they were they would sell out. Right, you, know, you had to send back the record, and then they would send you out a new copy of it. But, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. But the one that Glenn had, he had ordered it for somebody that didn't collect it, and it was it's a black copy, which is after which we'll get into. I'll I want to talk a little bit about that then too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. But uh, I want the Elvis sings, sings Danzig. <laughs> No, that that would be I'll, a feat. I'll wait for that. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel about Danzig. Come on. Oh, there's not much to say. <laughs> it's just not your not your cup of tea. No. I don't know. I kind of we talked about this on a previous. Um, I don't know. I just kind of got burnt out of Danzig. Um, I I love the techno albums, like in the middle there, like the five and six. I mm. really like those. I try to probably about a year ago to go through, you know, one, two, and three, like the real classic ones. And I couldn't listen to them because I don't know if you guys have this album, these albums that you've listened to so much that you put them on. Now you're like, Oh God, I can't listen to it. Like it's so, there it is. It's so worn out in your head. Like, uh, the first biohazard album, I did that while we were on lockdown and I could not get past like the third song. So, 
So, yeah, I'll just keep talking here while Sean keeps going <laughs> through his vinyl collection and showing us everything that he's... Well, th- those were... I was pulling out because that was another one I scored during the... Yeah, that one there is kind of rare, though. I've seen yeah, a well, lot of... Uh... It's a bootleg. Oh, it is. It's okay. a German... Yeah, there's a German... Somebody in Germany is bootlegging, like, the first couple dancing albums and Sam Hain. Right. So, which, honestly, I'm probably going to end up buying November Coming Fire and Initium... On just because bootlegs because right. I can't get the fucking things, you know. For I don't less than like five grand. Caroline won't <laughs> won't give re-release them, the them. Yeah. and then you know, so Danzig doesn't have the rights to it. So right. somebody in Germany has the fucking plates and they're they're putting them out. I almost had Initium. Uh, me and you talked about it on the phone. Yeah, but you're not allowed to talk about where you fucking got it from. <laughs> but uh, when I walked in there, oh, where did he get it from? Same place he got the violence record from. That's when I it, the oh. guy the guy that was in front of me, he bought it. and I didn't see him have it, and I'm looking around, looking around, and next thing you know, they go, "You looking for something?" I said, "Yeah." Do you still have that Sam Hain? She goes, "No, that guy just left with it." I'm like, "Fucker," because actually, I was going to buy that and give that to you for a Christmas gift from the same place. Yeah. Oh, I, I really was like, they I, didn't put it aside for you. No, they didn't put that one aside for me. <laughs> That's amazing. But in the meantime, no, I, I knew you were looking for that. And I was just, yeah. Of, anything Sam Hain, like I, just, I was, I, that was going to be like a gift for all the stuff that you do for us for the show. And she sold it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. well, you can always give the violence one then. No, I've been looking for that since that came out on vinyl. So what? Like in the eighties, you'll find it again. So. If I do find another one, now, I, I will get it for you. Well, I am still looking for it. They're out there. They're like, out there. You're just not looking hard enough. I found another place. So staying on the theme of vinyl, which I've been wanting to do a vinyl show for a while anyway. So I think it's, you know, com- especially coming out of this where everybody, now all three of us are kind of going a little vinyl crazy. But um, um, what the hell was I going to say there? Holy shit. Uh, you should hit the button there that has the whistles and the birds. No, you know, what you do the, for me? Yeah, because... Yeah, the just, crickets. The crickets? Yeah, that's it, crickets. <laughs> so, the whistles, the birds. <laughs> yeah, they're all the same thing. Oh, whistles, birds, it. crickets. That's great. But, you know. <laughs> but uh, I've been on, a, like, a Misfit or Danzig Samhain Misfits tear, but, like, yeah. it's... Sh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love our new toys. But they're they're so hard, like, to get. Like, so... I've been in touch with, there's a website it's called Fiend Collectors. Yes. And you sent that over to me. Yeah. So I've been in touch with the guy that, that owned, that runs the website. He started it. He's a huge Misfits collector. He actually wrote a book. He's been writing these books. Like the first book they wrote was um, On Earth As It Is In Hell. It's a whole book just about walk, not walk, or Earth AD. Oh, nice. And like all the different nuances. I mean, cause there's about 800 different covers for that and different shit. So they did a whole book just on that. Holy fuck. And they're coming out with a new one on the seven inches, like, you know, cough, cool horror Holy show shit. or horror business. Um, oh, what is it? Evil walk. Not, oh, what the fuck is it? Well, now walk among us is now, um, uh, I forget. Well, I forget all the, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like four, um, three hits from, or three, three hits from hell. Um, Is Bullet one of them? Yeah, Bullet. Yeah, okay. that's the other one. But they're doing like a whole book on the singles. Nice. So that's pretty cool. Which those fucking things, like if you don't know, like I just saw a Bullet on, or was it Bullet? No, no, no. It was three three hits from hell. Just went for like 700 bucks wow. on uh, eBay just last week or the week before. But like 
Bullet is up in the 2000 range. Wow. Uh, horror business is up around a grand. Cough cool. That's probably two or three thousand. Like all these set because they you know they did them all themselves. Like Glenn Danzig. Like they pressed these in their house. No, no, no. They they had like Rainbow pressed some for them. A plant in Jersey pressed oh, okay. them, but like they did the sleeves and everything. Right, right. Like, that's what I meant by pressing. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Like Glenn Danzig like printed all the covers and shit for them. It was, it's it's pretty cool. Like they're impressive. Like the shit they did themselves like, early on was pretty amazing. Uh, so needless to say, it's all collectible. Like Glenn Danzig was a collector. Like he collected comics, so he like knew right. what he was doing when he came out with all this shit and made it collectible. You know, which is kind of smart. I, but. I read somewhere with um, like the anniversary of the first Danzig album coming out. Um, when Rick Rubin found, like he went to a Sam Haynes show and never was a Misfits fan, wasn't a Sam Haynes fan or anything like that. And he just saw this band and went, "I I need to sign you." And he and Glenn, like Glenn was, had the idea for slowing it down, making it more bluesy rock. And Rick Rubin like ran with it. And they had to get a a different, was it the guitar player? I think it was. They had, or was it a guitar player or, or somebody in the band wasn't jiving. And Glenn ended up playing that on the demos for the album, which some of the stuff he won't say what it is. It sure wasn't the drums because I think I think it might Lon- have been London May was playing drums and then Chuck Biscuits came in and then Chuck Biscuits came in which yeah but I know that Glenn Dan I mean Glenn Dan's a pretty talented dude. right like, he, whether you like him or not like he there's some stuff on that first album is him playing I, I believe you're right with the drums he's that's the demo versions of him playing the drums yeah I mean, just, he he did guitar on a bunch of stuff he yeah did, like I think even on the Misfits yeah he did a bunch of stuff where he would like oh was it one of the albums like he they overwrote somebody was it like Bobby Steele's guitars or something like he did the he redid the guitars right completely like eliminated was was that there was something in Sam Hain that he did that yeah yeah. I don't remember well I know a lot of the Sam Hain stuff at least on the first album like I think he did all of it and then just hired everybody and then hired everybody later except for Erie Vaughn I think Erie Vaughn was involved pretty pretty early on yeah Uh, memory serves me correctly I think you're 100% 100% on there. So, but I mean, suffice to say, I mean, there's there's such a mystique and like around like all the Misfits, Danzig, Sam Hain stuff that the, the fucking value of the record is through the roof. Like it's, you can't touch any of the original well, stuff for... I still haven't found out, not to change the subject of the band, but I sent that over to you about that Voivod CD. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I never found out why that was going so expensive. Which one was it? Negatron. Megatron. Negatron. Megatron. Yeah, like negative and Tron. Yeah, I don't know. Do you have it? Yeah, I have it signed. Did you sell it? Nope. And how much did you say you saw it going for? It was going for like twelve hundred bucks on CD. That's mm. crazy. I mean, it might there might have been like a weird, like a really weird, weird pressing of I, it. Or, I, there was people asking questions of why it was like that. Dude, no you can get ten great answered. vinyls with that with that money. <laughs> yeah, or half half of a fucking Danzig <laughs> or Misfits. <laughs> I mean, chop it in half. Like, even, like, well, I mean, you were saying about the Misfits. Like, for somehow Earache must have licensed the rights to do, um, was it Earth AD? And they they just re- they've really released it, and they're going for 100 bucks right out the fucking wow. gate. Like, people are buying them for 40 and right on right on the eBay for, like, 100 bucks. Like, wow. I just got an email from them, and I didn't read it, and I wish I would have. From Earache? From Earache, yeah. 
They're uh, they re- they're releasing something like their store is really good. And yeah, they got a lot of shit. Their prices they've been doing, are they've been doing a little bit more. Yeah, because I've been getting more notifications from them lately. Than, their prices are than I used really to. good too. Yeah, like if you're looking for records, I mean, for those listening, like if you're looking for records, there's a couple really good places you can hit. It's Merch Bar is one. And I mean, I've I've picked up Misfits records on there for like thirteen bucks. Holy shit! Like new, and I I think I got Die Die My Darling for six. Wow. So you have to go through it, but I turned Brad on to it. Like, okay. You know, our friend Brad and, and um, like Earache store. Indie merch store can be, is, is pretty cool, but no. you get, I mean, you got to pick and choose there too, but. Um, and for anybody that's local, right round records, you can go in yeah. there and order stuff. He'll hold stuff for you too. Unlike most of other places around here that we won't talk. About. Yeah. Well, he'll officially hold yeah, stuff. He like, doesn't say he won't hold stuff. He actually does. It. Jesus but Christ. That's pretty great. But no, Glenn at Right Round Records is awesome. It, like shout if, out to Glenn. Shout out to Glenn. If he doesn't have it, he will try and get it for you. And like I said, I I think I got King Diamond's first one. He got a he had a copy of that that he had gotten. I got um Danzig Sings Elvis, a local band called Benton and the Benton Knights. They were a punk band. Uh he had a brand new one there for ten bucks. Jeez. Like from like nineteen eighty six in the rapper. I was uh while we were in quarantine, I was getting, I got back into Mercil Fate and I wanted to get in, I got into the, the later stuff like the, in the shadows time. And I remember I hit you up. I don't know if you remember this, yeah, saying, yeah. you know, did you see this anywhere? And I hit vinyl altar up and he was like, yo, if you find time, you know, take it. Cause it's out of print. Oh really? Yeah. I walked into Glenn's and there both of them were. Well, he has a lot of stuff that he had I think from the old store that he yeah. had ordered and people didn't buy like I mean he was out in the middle he was out in Robazonia and yeah. I don't think a lot of people went out there looking for metal so I don't think many people went to that store it, it was there's you, a lot of good hidden gems in there if you yeah. take the time if you blinked he, yeah. you would have went past his place I mean I found shit oh, what did I get I bought um not because I like him but Machine Head yeah which I can't fucking stand Rob not yeah Rob, Rob Flynn. Flynn yeah I, I can't stand him but it was like a 2013 record store day record like a 10 inch and he had it in there for like ten bucks. Nice. So I was like, so I grabbed it just to have his trading fodder. Right. I mean, eventually down the road, I'll find somebody that wants it and and has something That's I want. Awesome. The only the only thing from Machine Head that I really like is Burn My Eyes. After that, eh, I like the blackening, but then after that, it kind of got a little eh, again. I so. like the song that they had on the Demon Knight soundtrack. Brad remembered the name of it, yeah. and I was like, but actually, another one. That's Glenn has a copy of that in there what, too. Demon Knight soundtrack. Yeah. Where the hell was that hiding at? In the soundtrack section. You know what? <laughs> look there. I know it's kind of weird to look for soundtracks in the soundtrack section. That's pretty but... cool. <laughs> yeah, I might go there after here. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about running down too. I have so. to pick some stuff that he's holding for me. But I mean, he's it for a little local store. He has a lot of shit. In fact, he has he bought a collection right before COVID, and he hasn't. It, it keeps telling me I can pick through it. Nice, so, which nice. is pretty awesome. But, uh, I yeah, was. I, I picked up some creator from him. Yeah, Como Souls and um, Extreme Aggressions, uh, two of their best. You know, you know, it was really funny. You guys, you guys were there like on a Friday, and then I stopped in that Saturday, and he was like, "Oh yeah, Sean and Juan were here last night." I'm like, "Bastards! Didn't mm-hmm. call me." I told him. I said my whole goal was to get here before Brad did. <laughs> <laughs> I was over at Brad's house, and I got to tell you this: we were talking about vinyl addictions. Holy shit, he is... I think he messaged me and said his final count was 68, 
at that point during the lockdown. Like he had, he had bought 68. <laughs> He's just buying. You walk into his place and there's like, it's like his dining room and there's this big cabinet. It looks like something from the seventies. It's just nothing but vinyl. It is fucking. What do you think he has like a thousand vinyls? He, he probably does. And it, awesome. it, it's, it's very neat looking and it's like, whoa, shit, dude. Yeah, so, no, here's mine sits in a bunch of fucking milk crates on that's, the floor. I just like, bought the, the wooden ones up at Young Ones, and, you know, I just filled one. Well, so. I think if I can get rid of this bench in here, I want to get I want to get one of those Ikea shelves. Yeah, the the, yeah. Nine, like the that, nine one. That'd yeah, be perfect. That's yeah. a big, like, that's what a lot of record collectors are buying is that Ikea shelf because right. they fit them perfectly, and I, I would like to get one and, like, set shit on, you know, right. nice because... I mean, I still have a shit. I, I I I won't give up on CDs. I I love CDs because I can travel with them. But yeah, I have a billion CDs, and now I'm starting to get a lot of vinyl. So well, I mean, I had sold most of my CDs at one point only because I can put right. over a thousand CDs on my phone. So I mean, I just now with with stereos in your car being Bluetooth, it's just as easy to play it right through there. Yeah, now, I you know. I still love because I'm you know I don't yeah play digital it. on vinyl is like what I collect now i i still go cd basically my theory is i go cd for like the new testament album the new black dahlia murder and if it if it moves me then i'll buy it on vinyl so i mean i gotta say that like another another resource for for anyone that's not into vinyl or is just getting into vinyl or you want to get into vinyl Bandcamp is a really good resource for vinyl too because a lot of them bands you know are local bands Mm -hmm. that pay to press albums themselves mm-hmm. and they sell them for reasonable. Like I've picked up. So anyway, what I was getting at earlier, which we're doing our usual way, wrong we, way around. We tail off. But, and... So the guy that, that does the fiend collectors website, which is pretty much the resource for misfit Sam Hain and Danzig. Like if you need to know what you're picking up as a bootleg, that's the place to look. He has a band called deeper blue. It's a one man project and it's kind of like misfitsy kind of, like horror kind of music. Surprise. Big <laughs> <laughs> shocked. If you if if you could be sitting here right now, Juan looks like he's about to fall asleep because we keep talking no, about the man, misfits. It's good to watch this. But he watch what? Train wreck. You guys back and forth. But he uh he does this band called Deeper Blue and he's selling a bunch of different stuff on seven inch vinyl. And I got I picked up all of it. Like pr- pretty reasonable. But it's it's pretty cool. You find some really neat shit on Bandcamp. Like if if you haven't discovered Bandcamp yet, I highly suggest it because I was on uh, Mike Patton's page last night, and he does a lot of stuff through Bandcamp. Yeah, he does. Yeah, the whole Ipecat, um catalog is on there. Yeah, it, it, that's the record label he owns, right? Yes. That's yeah. he started Ipecac. Yeah, because hmm. I've been doing like, who does he have on there? On his label, yeah. It's mostly um, his stuff. It's isn't mostly it? his stuff. Faith No More is on there. Tomahawk, Tomahawk, Peeping Tom, Mister Bungle. So, Which, while, while we were locked down, now there was rumor that uh, it one actually came out that there is going to be another Mister Bungle album with Scotty and Dave Lombardo. Playing. I know that's going to be awesome. That's going to be crazy. Well, didn't what was this? Didn't they release a song? What was the song that came out with Patton during the lockdown? It was oh, they did the SOD. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah they yeah, did. Yeah. yeah, they did. Speak Spanish or die. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you see it? No. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> it is really freaking awesome. Because they were doing shit 
they did, I think, March of the SOD. Did they do Chromatic Death? Yeah, they did, like, all the instrumentals. Yeah. Like, and then... They all did it together. They were all... It was, like, a four blocks in the video, and they were showing That's them. great. Yeah, I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah, but uh, the one, the Speak Spanish or Die was amazing. It sounded really good. I got a funny feeling, and talking to a couple friends, that we will see another SOD album, but with Pat and singing. Oh, dude, that would be fucking I amazing. I can see it. I can I see mean, it. As much as I love Billy Milano, I mean, I would love to see Pat and singing with SOD. That would be fucking great. I mean, I I don't have an inside track on that, but I got I you yeah, got that. Yeah, but hunch. you kind of do. No, actually, I don't on this one because my sources all said the same thing. They they're like, I can see it happening. So, so your source, the source that we know, it isn't. He doesn't know it either. So he's not in touch with him on a regular. No, nope. oh, right, not okay. on that situation. I got gotcha. you. So. But because I can see Lilker being all for that. Oh yeah. Like, oh, yeah. of course Ian, but yeah, I mean, you know, the friction between Ian and Milano, I mean, you're never going to fucking see. And you know what? That's all over. Seriously. Yeah. I know what exactly what it's all over. It's all over politics. It's yeah. because fucking Scott Ian's wife is a Democrat and Oh my God. Billy, Billy Milano is a, as a MAGA. So and, then, and not the, well, well, even before all of that, it started off, um, remember when VH1 was doing the behind the music stuff? Yeah. And the Anthrax one came out? He got mad because they really glazed over the Dan Loker era of him in Anthrax. And then that just started this whole entire war. And it's boiled down to what you just said. You know, like, they will not talk to each other because of politics now. But it, it started with that. So, because <sighs> Billy Milano sometimes... He's a bit much. Yeah, well, I mean, he's a strong, opinionated dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Which not, is great, but it doesn't mean that it's right. No, people need to start putting you know their mean? shit like, aside. This is, it's you're allowed to fucking believe your own shit and I mean, it's kind be of a shame. You want? Yeah, exactly. I mean, things have become so divisive right now that you know people are losing friends over it, which is kind of a shame. But right. I mean, whatever. All over fucking make make believe shit anyway. Mm-hmm. My my theory, and I tell this to everybody. There's yeah. two things that you don't talk about in outside of the four walls of your home: religion and politics. Because when you, look what happens every time you do, you're sitting in a bar. When we could sit in a bar, and you say, "Oh, I'm you know pro Democrat." Well, the guy over here is going to be like, "Oh, fuck you!" And it turns into a war, and that's why I personally say. Leave that stuff to the four walls of your home. Yeah, because nothing good comes of it. Right, I mean, right. I mean, on the upside, like I must say that I've been pretty impressed with the Black Lives Matter movement. I mean, once they got past kind of the some of the you know the, the dissidents that were doing shit that they shouldn't have been doing. Right. The peaceful, like, because I mean, I was out in L.A. for the last big protest, believe it or not, and it was pretty cool. I mean, people were doing what they should have been doing. Most people were wearing masks. I mean. It was pretty cool to I was, see. I, I was, was glad really, to, to be I, there and see it. I was really impressed with the one in Reading. It was not loud. It was basically, it looked like a nature walk. But, you know, they had some chants going on. It was clean. It, you know, like, the streets weren't littered when it was done. Um, there was no violence. Well, no, it was the same one. We were out We were out for this, like, I was out just after the first ones. Oh, jeez. Dude, and you should have fucking seen that. Like, we used, we were in Beverly Hills. That's where our hotel was, and excuse me, Beverly Hills. And dude, that's where I want dude, the, you should have fucking seen the places <laughs> boarded up. It was insane. Like, it, like they must have just fucking ran riot. Oof. But um, speaking of which, what I was getting at was, 
Well, damn, <laughs> I can't stop burping. Excuse <laughs> me, everybody. This beer is really tearing you up. So, yeah, we'll get into that review in a minute. But while we were out now... Normally, I'm the one burping up a storm. Yeah, well, yeah, and you're not even breathing that heavy this time. I'm really trying not to. So, <laughs> so while we were out in L.A., I did a... It's kind of grisly, but I did the, the cemetery tour. Yeah, I saw the pictures of that. It was awesome. Like, So, we went to... I think it was Laurel Hills was the, is the really nice one. It's like huge. It's like directly over the hill from the Hollywood sign, like directly behind it. So we saw, as we walked in, I, I went there for Lemmy. Okay. That was the one I specifically went to see was Lemmy's right. grave. And while we were there, just by dumb luck, I bumped into Ronnie James Dio. Nice. And, and it was pretty cool because if you look in the picture, there's a fucking rainbow shooting across my shirt. No shit. Yes. I didn't I didn't take like, notice of that. It, it's pretty fucking awesome. That's fucking cool. So while we were there, we were cruising around the cemetery only to discover it was like we saw Betty Davis's grave, Liberace, Marvin Gaye, and then we found out that um uh, Carrie Fisher was there somewhere, and, but I couldn't find it. Like we were looking around for it yeah, and I couldn't great. find it. Nice. So it was pretty cool. And then we cruised like right into Hollywood and right behind Paramount Studios is another big cemetery. And that's went to see D.D. Ramone and Johnny Ramone's oh, grave. And then while we were there, I seen the dude from Get Smart. Okay. Uh, uh, what's his name? Adams. Adam. Uh, whatever his name. The guy that plays, you know, the main character in Get Smart in the okay. TV show. His grave. But it was pretty wild, dude. There was all these fucking, like, Russian, like, Russian movie stars and directors and shit. And there was, like, this one. It was a husband and wife. And they must have been in World War II. And it was like etched on. It was like a picture of them in their World War II uniforms. It was fucking wild. This is wow, like right in the middle of Hollywood. Like, I just got to ask you, though. Did you do the tourist thing of you took the picture where it looks like you're holding the Hollywood sign? Oh, fuck no. Okay. I just no. wanted to make sure you weren't going. No, you know, I, I did. I've been there. Total tourist. I've been out to LA. Like, that was probably my sixth or seventh trip out there. And, like, I took Gail up to see the Hollywood sign. Like, she had never seen it before. Like, you can cruise up. And, like, get right below it and see it, like, pretty big. Right. So I had done it with the boys before when we were out there, but Gail didn't. So I took Gail up to see it. And then we did a, is it Mondeo Drive? It's, like, the really windy road where yeah. they film all the road, like, the yep. car commercials. Like, we went up there and seen that and shit. And, like, seen all these old classic Ferraris cruising it and Porsches flying. It was pretty awesome. Ain't that where, uh, like, uh, what movie was it that they, I'm trying to think of here? Um, Just about every every movie, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, isn't that where... Uh, Oh, the Val Kilmer movie. Point Blank? No. Point no, Break? No. no not no. Heat. No. He, he was... Uh, Willow? It, <laughs> he was uh, John Holmes. Um, uh, oh, the one with Mark Wahlberg. No, 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 no. Not... Uh, no, not the Boogie actual Nights. one. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck was that called? Wonderland. Strangeland. Wonderland. Oh, no. i never seen that. Oh, it's a really good fucking movie. But uh, I was wondering if that's like where what you were just explaining was filmed. Oh, probably because I mean, it's like this really cool windy. It's really cool. If you come in from the backside of it, like you come up and you can see like the Valley and you're on the other side of LA, but like, it's like a point. So on one side is LA and the other side is this huge Valley. Okay. And it, it was just really cool. I had never been up there before. And, uh, so we cruised up there and checked that out. I mean, I dig LA. I love right. going out to LA. I, so. I know it's getting ripped down. Um, I would love to be, like going to like the Sharon Tate house. Like, just drive past it. Yeah, it'd be a little creepy. So They're tearing it down. Are they really? Yeah. Yeah, but people uh, are getting tired of, you know, tourists. No. Oh, wow, they're going to gut the house. Yeah. <laughs> oh! <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> <Don't> laugh. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, nice one, big nose. Well, I, I kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should go to the beer now because that just yeah. Why don't really we? Odd why don't turn. we quick do our beer reviews? We'll start with you, John. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. I'm doing the Stone Tiki Escape IPA. Um, burpee. It's a real. It's good. It's crisp. Um, it's a mosaic IPA. I guess you would call it. Seven oh, point. mosaic. Mosaics are type of hops. Oh well. It's it's all right. Um, it's getting a little warm now, so I'm really getting a little uh. I fucking it. drink it. Well, we've been talking. Yeah. Did you? But uh, anywho, yeah, it's good. I can live with it. Well, you got one. All right, Juan, you shoot. Oh, I have Stone Tangerine Express Hazy IPA. Um, I don't know. It tastes like orange peel. <laughs> like you know when you squeeze that fucking. That's sour, gross, orange. That's basically what it tastes like. <laughs> so speaking of California, so that's these are all California beers. That's my review, yeah. It all right, just so tastes like that. If you like licking oranges after you squeeze the peel, then you'll love it. All right, so I had Stone Scorpion Bowl IPA, which is an extremely well-balanced West Coast IPA, oddly enough. I mean, you don't generally think of West Coast IPAs as balanced. They're just typically straight-up bitter, but... Yeah. It's had a good malt and like a really nasty bitter. Like when I say nasty, I mean that in a good way. Good bitter. Um, I dig it. I would definitely drink the fuck out of this. Mm-hmm. And speaking of beer in California, <laughs> so like the pinnacle of all IPAs. <laughs> I, I just love how you are staying on California. Well, it was because I wanted to say it earlier and then we kind of cut into this. But so when we were out in California, I wanted to bring you guys back some Pliny the Elder. Which from right. Russian River, which is typically regarded as the premier IPA, like the best, like the best balance, best. Right. Dude, you could not find that shit anywhere. Really? Yes. Like wow. when I was out the last time, uh, like what we were doing was right near uh, a Whole Foods in West Hollywood, and they had fucking tons of it. Dude, not a fuck. They barely had any beer when I was there. Holy hell. Yeah, so it kind of sucked. I wanted to bring some back this time and couldn't. So that's the end of the California talk. Speaking <laughs> of beer, that is rare. Yesterday I was talking to my brother, and he was telling me about Sam Adams does a beer that comes out once a year that is it's put in a barrel, but I don't know if yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah. Oh, Did you ever have that? No, it's like 150 no. bucks for yeah, a bottle. No, I haven't had it. I've seen it. I have had it. How is it? Disgusting. Okay. It, I had an older is one. It a fucking waste of time and money. Um, I don't know, dude. The one I had... What makes it so expensive other than the fact that they make a small amount of it? I have no idea. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't remember I'm, what it is. I mean, but. I'll be 100% honest. I'm not a huge fan of Sam Adams. Like, I like one Sam Adams beer. I he, like, he was telling me, dude, it sells out like instantly. Yeah. Like, it's really hard to get a hold of. Yeah, I know. I kind of know which one you mean, but like, I don't know. Like, their, their New England IPA is really good, mm. and I like their... Their Oktoberfest is amazing. Uh, that's just one of the and best. See, that's, I don't like that. I okay. like their Boston Lager. I don't like that one. But like all the other beers they come out with. Like the cherry wheat one was awful. They all seem like watered down yeah. versions of the beer that they that they have. So I'm not a big fan of them. I'm, my favorite style is Oktoberfest, and they put out a great Oktoberfest every year. But wouldn't year. you consider them to be like a Budweiser Miller type of company where they're just making a, bu- a big batch of whatever? and mm. Like, they're not like so much of a craft beer place, is it? They, they still get lumped into the craft beer because they do make a lot of craft beer, but 
it's like like Yingling. I, I, it's it. How do I explain this? I I find it hard to believe that Yingling is still a craft a, a craft place. They're not. They say that only because I think they're basing that on like the amount of beer that they produce. But but in the meantime, though, like once you get past a certain point of the states, you can't get that. I mean, you can, and they have how many? Yeah, but they breweries. still are like a regular brewer. They're not. I wouldn't like, consider them a craft brewer. They just because of their location and how what their distribution is, they yeah, kinda, it's it's the amount. I think it goes by how many barrels you right. produce a year, and, and they're, they're just under that level. Yeah, so. I mean, I'm not saying I don't like it. Oh my like, god, I I went back oh, to that lager. fucking horrible chocolate piece of shit beer that they put out not that long ago. Oh, the the Hershey Porter. Yeah, I thought it was good. Oh, oh I couldn't take I it. I, had, it. I, I the first swallow was great. It. Did you really? Did you have it when we had it up at Slayer? No, I had it in um, the beer wall. The first, uh, the first swallow was, was really good, was but then after gross. that, it, it just got, I don't know, it was too sugary. Yeah, and I thought I would like it, because, you know, I do like the darker beers, and I'm right, like, oh, right. maybe I'm going to dig this beer. No, nah, piece I, of turd. I only, I, like I said, I got the first swallow, I was like, ooh, that's not bad. And then I went for the, you know, to drink a little bit more. I was like, nope, it's too sugary, too sweet. Then we talked about this other beer that comes in a dead squirrel. What? Yeah, there's like a taxidermid squirrel, and you, they put a bottle inside the body of the squirrel, and the spout, you know, the the bottle top comes out of the mouth, and then you get the squirrel and the bottle of beer, and I think you can get the option of putting the squirrel in a tuxedo or just the squirrel. That's so it's seven hundred and fifty bucks for a bottle. Wow, that's. That's it, the Utopias? Yeah, I yeah, think, that's, I think it. that's it. That's My brother works there. Where, Sam Adams? Yeah. Oh, no shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, G.O. The, oh, right, 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 right. Yep. Yeah, he works there. So we were talking about beer yesterday. I hear the one up here in... Uh, he was telling me about the, that beer. I'm like, what? He's like, you never had it? I'm like, no. The the one up here in... Uh, Allentown. Yeah, they uh, they actually have like like a little courtyard where they have bands and shit play. Well, his is like a... the. The factory, factory, I think, because he's one like, in, they don't even have. No, right here in yeah, uh, yeah. Schuylkillhaven. Oh, in Schuylkillhaven? Yeah, it's like in that area, because that's where he's at. You sure it's not the one up there on Route 100? Or maybe, I don't know. Because yeah. that's the only other one they have. They yeah, have that in Boston. Yeah. He works wherever Sam Adams is. Oh, that's where it is. It's yeah. the one on Route 100 there. Yeah, but it used to be Stroh's. Yeah, it's. I guess it's technically Briningsville or something like that. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. And but he was saying they don't have a store. You know, right. I'm like, oh, do you get to buy stuff there? And he's like, no, they don't have like, right. you know, an employee store or anything like that. He's like, everything has to be bought when it hits the shelves, so you don't get like an employee discount or anything. Are you serious? Crap. Do they Open, still? Yeah. Do they it still? Sucks. I know years ago they used to. Uh, you got a case of beer each week. I don't know. Yeah, when my stepdad worked there, they were allowed to take a case of beer a week home or something like that. All I know is that if, like, they something is defective with one bottle, they they have to chuck the whole case and everything. Like, literally just throw everything out. Dude, when I worked... I'm like, that's fucking crazy, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, they didn't... uh, Initially, they didn't want people to know they were making it there. So, it was kind of like a... Right. It was kind of like a... We're just making bottles. <laughs> well, they did, you know, because they they touted it as Boston made beer. Like, right. It was Boston Brewing Company. So when I worked at the lab, I used to go up there to pick up samples. Dude, my fucking car would reek. I mean, fucking reek of beer because I mean the smell just permeates right. the car. It comes out of them plastic bottles and out of the coolers and shit that we had to store it in. That's and fucking crazy. I was, I was so afraid of getting pulled over because I 
have to fucking do a DUI test. They couldn't even pass sober. So yeah, I I I delivered ele- electrical supplies to that a lot of times yeah. when they were putting that in, and yeah, it you're just standing there, you're like. Fuck. Yeah, you can smell it. Like, yeah, you can smell it, like, right outside. Like, you get drunk just fucking standing mm-hmm. there. It's crazy. Well, the reason I asked was because I was going to ask him when they got released and then see if I can get a bottle to yeah, it's really, share. Because it's a really big bottle. It's uh, not yeah. like a little 12-ounce. It, uh, but it's really hard to get. But yeah. he said that, um, you know, you guys said it really isn't that great, yeah. so fuck that. No, the one I had tasted. I don't want to spend that kind of money for a fucking piece of shit. No, don't, yeah. dude. The one we I drink had, that here all the time. <laughs> The one I had tasted like vinegar, so that's what happened with me with yeah, the fuck that. the, yeah. the dogfish uh, one twenty. What's the next beer there? So oh. We start passing that around. Let's go with that. Another piece of turd. Oh, that is a piece of turd. Nice. Oh, Anything man. with hot dogs on it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what what goes better together than beer and hot dogs? <laughs> Big nose and Leanne. <laughs> I, wow, I, that that went really quiet quick. <laughs> <laughs> Crickets. You guys take as much as you want from that because no, I have, I have such a hangover that. That's not my problem. Uh, oh, this man, is really Big hard. Nose is a sore pussy today. It's, it's hard to drink this. Fucking drink it like you're at the pool. That was the problem. Well, oh, yeah. When you're sitting out in the heat drinking, dude. <sighs> And just sweating the fuck out and, like, not drinking water, just drinking beer. And then I, I had a cookout as well, you know. I'm I'm manning the grill yesterday, and, oh, my God. I was, was that you and the pig? No, 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 no. That wasn't me. That looked like you. I know. Somebody else said it looked like me. It wasn't me. Yeah, I think Tom said it. Tom that wasn't me. I, I, I don't know how to, you know, do a pig roast. Well, what? that's that's what I was, yeah, there was a picture of a dude doing, like, a half a, like, a piglet. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? That looks like big nose. Like, I didn't know he knew how to do that. Dude, I know how to do that. Yeah. I'm lucky I know how to grill burgers. You ever want to do one? Well, I'll, I'll help you out. I don't eat it, but I, I know how to do it. So, <laughs> so is your nickname Johnny Five Fingers? Is that who they were talking about? <laughs> no, no. I think Tom said that, didn't he? No, it's Johnny Five Piece. Uh, oh. oh, I thought he said Johnny Five Fingers. No, it's Johnny Five Piece. Um, now, why do they call you that? Basically, when Divination... Uh, what's up? My dog. Oh, oh little pooch. When, uh, when Divination would play shows, a lot, you know... Mike Radka, a couple other sound guys would bitch because I'd bring two bass drums, four toms, two floor toms, cymbals everywhere. And they're like, why can't you just play a five piece? And I never had a double pedal. I, I hated them. And that, for some unknown reason, I got the name Johnny Five Piece from Nat. But I would have this ginormous drum set. <laughs> you guys are dicks. I don't know. I got to say that I don't like the sound of a double pedal. I think it sounds corny. Like, yeah. I think you can tell a difference between a I, double I bass a and a double people, pedal. A lot I, of people say you can't, but I, I, you're, you are 100% right. Because, I, well, because the bass drums both sound slightly different, and mm-hmm. you can hear that, and mm-hmm. it sounds cool. And, you know, you have a double pedal hitting the same bass drum. It sounds the fucking same. Right. Well, it doesn't, when the, once the next pedal hits it, it stops the, the first, the pedal. first yeah. one. So yeah. it's more like yeah. I, the shorter, I, I guess. I don't know what the word would be, but. I, I prefer. Two bass drums. I always did, but and that's where the Johnny Five Piece came from. Was they bust my ass because I wouldn't play a five piece drum set. Then later, later down the line, I did like I never told anybody I was going to do this. This one show, and next thing you know, I walk in, everybody's like, "Where's the rest of your drum set?" And I'm like, "Oh no, I'm going five piece." And they're like, "What the fuck?" So, Oof. crickets. 
No, that's fine. No, that's fine. We'll let that. We'll let the birds and the bells fucking stop for (laughs) now. Yeah, or otherwise known as crickets. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, all right. So, why don't we go ahead and pop on this next beer? What is it called? I'll let you read it. All right. And I'll tell you the story where it came from. All right. So this is Hop Dog Project Hop Dog, and uh, it's from the Chamonix Creek, and it's sold through Sheets as their their kind of brand of beer. Um, I don't know. I don't mind it. It's only I, 60 IBUs, five and a half percent alcohol. I mean, it's a good, it's a good swigging, beer, yeah. yeah, good swinging, you know, swigging IPA. I mean, the picture's a little bit fucking weird, but I mean, I, I did bring the, it tastes uh, watered down. I brought the, yes, uh, the other right? one. Like that it's they like had. a watered down IPA. Yeah. Which is kind of like, I think is a problem with the Chamonix. I, Almost all their beers I've had kind of have that watered down taste, which is exactly what we're talking about with Sam Adams. Yeah, it has that like somebody they, added water to your beer. They've had three of these now, and I know I brought. I never, I never got the first one that they did. I, it was a stout of some sort. No, but you did a blueberry wheat, a blueberry muffin kind of. Which I thought you had it. Remember it? Did I like it? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think yeah, we all I think liked that was it. one of the few that he actually liked. That it was an IPA. Yeah. Back before Juan's taste has changed. It hasn't changed that much. Yeah, like he mm. still thinks they're pieces of shit, but they're more Piece enjoyable. Of turd. There, Piece there's, of turd. There's a couple of them that I truly will drink, and it's like, wow, this isn't that bad. And there's some of them that I just, to this day, I'm like, fuck, dude. <laughs> this is fucking shit. Well, I mean, it's kind of like smoking Again, cigarettes. Again, only to me. Like, not that it would taste like shit right. to anybody else. But it's like smoking cigarettes. You have to force your way through it to yeah, get yeah. to like it, which right. is kind of a fucking strange thing. But Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm not there yet. You're close though. Yeah. You're you've liked more now than you did before. I don't know if I'll enjoy those fucking flowery perfumey fucking IPAs. <laughs> oh, those fuck the fuck that. The the kind of hazy IPAs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but this hazy one wasn't I mean, other than the fact it just tasted the, like literally like orange peel. It didn't the, have any the other floral. Taste. Yeah, fuck that. The hibiscus one that we had the one time. Oh, <laughs> oh that was, well that was your famous line about being filtered through panties oh, yeah. and shit. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, that. fuck that. Those were horrible. I think that's the most repeated line in the podcast so far is about being filtered <laughs> through panties. That and toilet paper. Ugh. We're not going there. Yeah. Well, no. yeah, we kind of got through that. So, no, oh, it was a thing, and even during the pandemic, toilet paper was a problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you must have been going nuts. No, uh, your sex life went to shit because there was no toilet paper. <laughs> he was the one who stocked up on it. That's why there was no, no toilet you know, it's paper. Really funny. It, it was just—it's just me and the wife. So you know, there's no kids or anything. And we, right before everything got locked down, we bought a pack of toilet paper. Fuck, pandemic! Like people were starting to go out again. We still had that pack of toilet paper. Oof. So, dude, I shit so much. I go through like three rolls a week. Jesus. Yeah, I, I mean, you, you have a you have a family. You know, day. Like, no, that's just me. Oh, okay. Well. Dude, I drink like a pot of coffee, all that caffeine. I'm shit like four times a day. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Well, hey, hey, we're not about secrets here. Yeah, well, I'll give you that. We'll give you that. So, I mean, that's... that's and I must say, during this whole pandemic thing, I, I, I was like borderline alcoholic. I was... At yeah. one, like the weeks that I was off of work, I was like going through like two cases a, a week. Wow. I, I didn't have any time off. I, you know, worked through the whole thing. I, like I said earlier, family problems, working on my house a little bit. And I, at one point it felt like I was doing two jobs. I never had a break. So 
But on the weekends, I would. You guys seen the pictures? I I drink pretty fucking good. So yeah, it's. I mean, when you're home and like during most of that time that we were off at work, like we split our staff in in two. Like there was so basically it was like four and four. And we just worked every other week because, I mean, right. the nature of what I do, we have to be there. Right, you like, have to. Yeah, like, so we couldn't risk, every, you know. Somebody getting sick, yeah. Which is kind of ironic because now we're back to being fully staffed and the fucking COVID shit's getting worse and worse. Well, yeah. at least all around us. Berks County only had, like, two cases yesterday, which is fucking awesome. Yeah. Which I'm amazed with because... Juan said he was at fucking Lowe's today and nobody was wearing masks. Yeah, I, dude, dude, the amount of people with fucking masks to the people that had masks, I think, was like reversed. Mm-hmm. It was like there was more people walking around with nothing. Dude, I stopped at Rudder's in Hamburg the other day to get something to drink, and like three quarters of them people, none of them were mad. I mean, it was well, ridiculous. Speaking of the pandemic thing, and I, I, I kind of want to take this back into the music realm. Um, yeah, please do. Yeah. I know you guys both had had seen it because there was a big debate about it. Like Ticketmaster is not Ticketmaster, Live Nation. I really don't want to pick on Live Nation too much. No, I think it was Ticketmaster. I don't think it was Live Nation. Oh, okay. I think it was Ticketmaster. Oh, it was t- okay, it was Ticketmaster. Yeah, it changed their policy secretly. Right, and not just that, but what they're doing with bands, like you know, you have to take a cut and pay for that. Oh now. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I. <sighs> yeah, what the fuck? And I bet. <laughs> Didn't these people get bailouts so that they wouldn't mm-hmm. be in a position so that they yeah. couldn't? And in the meantime, and it, it, it really torques me up because of the fact that there you, we all know there you have friends, I have friends that go to like a concert a year, one big stadium show. Let's say like we'll use Motley Crue, for example. Like we all oh. have friends that we're going to go to that show. That will be probably their only concert for the next two years. Those people aren't going to care. Because of the fact of the price tag and all that, they're getting to go see Motley Crue. Now, like us who go to 15, 20, 25 shows a year, that's going to take a chunk out of our fucking wallets. Yeah, right. And it really it really pisses me off for that. I don't know. They're, uh, uh, so are you talking about how they're going to change the price of the tickets as right. the demand right, requires? Because... So they're going to jack the price up. The more people, you know, mm-hmm. the quicker they're selling, the fast, you know, they're mm-hmm. going to jack. The- yeah, that's fucking horseshit. And, and well, not the mention- less people that fucking go, the they won't fucking do that. I and, mean, if you're gonna, gonna if you're gonna comply to these fucking demands that these people are putting up, and you kind of everybody flocks to it and does it, then they're going to fucking justify well, it. Well, I mean, there's... But if you don't, they're right. not going to fucking justify Well, it. here's the thing, dude. There's a problem with all this, and that is that Live Nation is involved in so much shit mm-hmm. that somebody needs to do... There needs to be an alternative. Like, there's... No, there there are, like, Ticket Fly. Well, and... there needs to be... A, no, not just for that. Like, Live Nation is behind the tours. I mean, they, right, they, right. you know, they back these tours and shit, which it all comes back... There needs to be an alternative... So that people aren't getting fucked like that. Mm-hmm. Like, why the fuck? You, you can't tell me that Live Nation couldn't make money just off volume alone. They don't have to fucking keep jacking the prices mm-hmm. up. And then, like I said, what they're doing with the bands now, you know, now merch is going to go through the roof because... Of course. You got... these. This is what these guys are used to getting. Like, now they're... They got to take an 80% instead of the 100% guarantee. Uh, Without the people, dude, none of this fucking works. That's right, what I'm I saying. Know, like, but, people just need to band together and be like, fuck it. You're not going to do this. But what's going to hurt all of us is, like I said, the people that go to one show a year, one show I mean, every two I, years. I don't want to go too crazy with this because now that you bring that up, I would like to have um, Frank come in. I would love to talk about this with somebody that knows a little bit more about it. That's true. Like, without getting too specific about certain things, but I would like to... <sighs> 
I really think there can be an alternative. Right. Like, I mean, let's let's say, for instance, and yeah, I'll give a new them, ticket venue. Yeah, correct. And I'll give a really good example of that is the Morbid Angel package that came through that was backed by that and yeah. a, a, a specific club that they, they weren't selling that night. Right. What, for whatever reason, but you had to get people in there. Like, right. Look, you can't fucking tell me that there's not an alternative for these bands that they don't have to go through fucking Live Nation. You know what right. I mean? Or there should be, I should say. I mean, there should be an alternative, you know, particularly for our style of music. Why right. the fuck do they need to go through a company so big like that? Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that shit. Because at the end of the day, it's like everything else. Like, things are going to change because everybody's in a panic. All businesses are in a panic. Right. Because they're not, you know, they, they've come back to lost revenue and new stipulations. So, especially, like, businesses that require a shitload of people... They've been cut down to half of the, you know, productivity. They can only do. So it's like saying somebody saying, listen, you got to make the same amount of money for all your normal bills that you have, all your rents, all your crap. But you're going to do it now from from this point forward with only half of the capacity that you used to be, you know, you used to be able to have. So what they're what they're going to do is they're going to have to mark it up in the back end. And who right. suffers is the, the clientele or whoever it is. So they have to figure out a way to do that. It's well, either you cut whoa. back or. Well, ultimately, the bands are going to end up suffering because I'm going to tell you right now, I ain't buying a fucking T-shirt at 50 fucking dollars. Fuck no. I mean, we went to see fucking Kiss. Right. And, and Kiss was charging 50 bucks for a T-shirt. And think they, about this. This is me talking about it. How much I love Kiss. I won't buy a shirt at their show. No, they can go fuck themselves. Fuck and, that. And I'm 50 bucks Say now. it, John. Kiss can go fuck themselves. I did. No, no, say it. <laughs> fuck off. I want to get this as a ringtone. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, and, and in the meantime, no, it... You know, that's especially at large venue venues like that. You're paying the person that's selling it. You, you know, that's why that price tag goes up as much as it does. So, but it always comes back down to they try to do this stuff and they see if it works or not. At the end of the day, you can try. You can say just like these fucking records that are going for four thousand dollars. Somebody's gonna be like, "Fuck it, let's go higher and higher and see how high it goes. If it sells for four grand, that's awesome for me." But if nobody fucking buys it, they're not going to fucking sell it for $4,000. Right. It makes no fucking sense. You can post something for ten grand, but if nobody buys it, it won't matter. But, yeah, I, I don't know. Fuck it. We'll just have to figure out and see what happens yeah. after life gets back to normal with the Live Nation thing. The new normal. The right. and, yeah. yeah, the new normal. But going into about concerts and stuff, though, did you see Doro had the, um, the first drive-in... Like it was like a drive-in movie theater concert. You just you know you sat in your car and she performed on a stage, in like a drive-in movie theater. I thought it was pretty cool. A lot, I, it's a, a lot of people idea. were bitching about yeah. it, but I mean, it seems like I, I don't know. I can say this: this whole fucking COVID thing. You know who the bitches are now because all I saw was a bunch of whiny fucking bitches everywhere. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous, dude. Yeah, I need my haircut. <laughs> I did. I, oh my I can't God. get a haircut, so I'm going to go out and stand around with my AR-15. And just so everybody knows what's going on right here, since this is the first time that we're all doing a live little Together. podcast in the same room, Big Nose's hair is all white. Like white, dude. It's freaking amazing. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was. It was bad. He ran out and bought fucking Krylon spray paint. Yeah, black number one. <laughs> no, I, I went. Um, oh, fuck. It was yeah. before our, our. You got that typo negative color on there. It was our right before our last uh, <laughs> uh, 
Thrashy Thursday. That was the last time I got my hair dyed up until like two weeks ago. Holy shit. Yeah, I was, oh my God, I was wolfing so bad. That explains why there was no selfies for about two months. <laughs> no, my wife took a couple. Yeah, there like, was a couple. Well, and people yeah. were like, oh, you're with your dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it sucks so bad. I had like the wings hanging off the side. Oh man, I look like Polly Walnuts. Oh, it was so bad. You need to fucking age gracefully. What no, that's the problem. I don't. What fucking beer are we drinking? Because it's not good. What? Lagunitas. The Lagunitas Lucky 13. Uh, it tastes like honey. Is there honey in that? Oh. Amando Lager Red Ale. Yeah, well, the oh. name's too long. It is, what is it? A Lager Red Ale? Yeah. That's weird. I never had that. It's. I like it. I like it It a tastes lot. like fermented honey. Like, literally. It's like there's this weird aftertaste. Mm. I just seem to enjoy it. I my one of my, my favorite style of beers are or are, are ambers. So mm. it's all right. So did you not like Higher Math when that came out? Higher Math. Yeah, Dogfish Head, their twentieth anniversary. I didn't have that. Where did that come from? That came out only in their on their twentieth anniversary a couple of years ago. It was seventeen point two percent sour. Oh cherry, yes, yes, honey. yes, 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 yes. It's fucking incredible. That was good. But it was the same color. It was good. It was the best beer I think they ever put out, for, in my opinion, of course. Well, Dogfish Head, when we, let's let's go back to the uh, <laughs> bitter IPA that we were talking about earlier. Um, it took me a long time to have the 120. And uh, I found it on the way to the beach one year, and I'm like, it's $12 a bottle, like a regular 12, 16 ounce, or whatever the hell those are. How harsh is that beer? It's that, not harsh at all. I hated it. Oh, my God. Dude, that 120, because, all right, so those big double IPAs, they have to, they get boiled for longer and it kind of like knocks back the bitterness and all that. Mm. I I think they're oh. really well, well-rounded. I really like them. Like, I like 60, I like 90. The 75 wasn't bad, but that one. Why didn't you was, like the 120? It was, it, it was, it, it felt like my hair was standing up. Hmm. So. Sounds like I'm going to get that for next time. Yeah, I think we should because shit right. I like it. I think it's a I super never had well balanced. It. I just always beer. read it and I'm like, what the fuck is this going to be? Next time I see it out, I'll, I'll grab one. Like 60 minute is is a lot more bitter than that because it's, I mean, they're doing late edition. I, I just don't think the 120 minute is near as bitter. Like, I think it's more right, well balanced. We're going to bring it in. Fuck it. Well, next time I see one, I'll, I'll pick one up for us. All right. So, yeah. Pick but. up three. <laughs> yeah, get three of them. Oh, fuck. Fuck it. But yeah, um, I mean that's so that was the Lagunitas. What's it called? Uh, lucky thirteen. Lucky thirteen. It, it's all right. I, mean, I like I it. I like it's it. It's not lucky. I don't think I would. I buy it again or try night, it again. But I drink a lot of those, and I drink a lot of zombie dust. Oh, zombie dust's amazing. Oh, that now it's in uh, in cans in Pennsylvania. Finally. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, Tanya brought me a six pack over last. I night. mean, those are like two of my favorite breweries are Three Floyds and. Surly. Shout Hold out on. to Floyd. I was gonna do it. I, I I got all prepared to do it. It's <laughs> now funny. let me let me ask you this quick with the Lagunitas. That's the company that does the four twenty and all that like um hemp. No, 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 no. no, no. no. That's um Oh, I forget what the name of that is. Oh shit. Are you sure it's not the same? No, 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 no. It's not Lagunitas. Oh actually Lagunitas is owned by InBev, yeah. I think now. Yeah. We're the same um, people that own Budweiser and stuff. Stillwater does uh, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, 420s. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah, the thing that you're holding in your hand. Because they were yeah. fucking gross. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you didn't like that? No, no dude. No. I, I, I had I the Barley that. Mow the one time for actually for 420. Like, it was like either that day or the next day we went there, you know, like a year ago. And um, 
I tried it because I'm like, oh, they have this fucking hemp beer. Let me try that. Oh, I fucking hate dude, it. Dude, that is one of my favorite IPAs, oh, dude. No. I will buy that every time I see it. I oh, love it. It. it tastes like fucking bong water and piss. It was bad. Dude, yeah. it reeks of skunk. You oh. open the fucking cap on it and just your whole house smells like you oh. open the fucking, ate yeah, the fucking I, I skunk. Wasn't, I wasn't a fan. Yeah, it's like bong water and fucking cat piss. I love it. Oh, I hate it. And of course, because I have a dreads and I'm ordering it, they're probably like, oh, this motherfucker fucking loves the weed. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. <laughs> let's, let's get Bob Marley this one. Yeah, it's like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> Juan Marley. Juan Marley. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Buffalo Soldier. You know, that, I hear that song and I instantly crack the fuck up. I instantly crack the fuck up. There you go. <laughs> Uh, oh, shit, Juan yeah. Marley, I love it. I yeah. Was, you don't even know how many times I've been stopped on the street just walking down. They're like, yo, dude, you got any bud? You got any papers? I'm like, no. I got model glue. I got model glue. <laughs> <laughs> that would really fuck with somebody. Here you go. You, you want to announce? <laughs> but no. getting back to the concerts, before we fucking lose track of fucking concerts, I really do want to say, like, what do you think about concerts? Like, do you think they're going to come back as an outdoor venue? Do you think they're going to just wait until they finally think they're going to be able to come in and th- have them in a venue? I think the next six months are going to be the most telling because, right. I mean, given the way things are going now, I mean, Florida had, what was it, 11,000 new cases right. yesterday, which is ridiculous. I mean, Would you go to a concert if it was to- outdoors? To go to an next outdoor, week, I, I love going outdoor shows, so I, yes, I would go. If I could stay the fuck away from people, I would. Well, not just that, but everybody needs to fucking wear a mask. I, I would, I would go. I, I'd wear the mask. See, my thing with the mask situation is, I hate it. I really, I do, but I understand what it is. Well, it's awkward. It's uncomfortable. And nobody's denying that, right? But you but, have all these fucking Karens that are. You know, in stores having a fucking shit fit because you know they're they're using pseudoscience, which says they're getting hypoxia. Well, they've proven that all wrong. I can't breathe. I can't read somebody's lips. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I mean, I I I do it because I I don't feel like dealing with the argument. Also, on the other thing, oh. People that go into these stores and bitch because you know uh, an employee comes over and says, "Hey, you need to put a mask on." It's not the employee's fault. It's not the business. No, it's a fault. private business. They're entitled to say that, right? But it's just—it's not the you know the the you know kid full of acne that you know. Come on, put your mask on. No, it's not his fault. Don't give him an attitude for it. No, blame the fucking people who bought COVID nineteen to America. Which, by the way, it wasn't the fucking Chinese. They're saying it was European fucking. They're now saying it was Europeans that had been to China previous and brought it to America. Whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. We need to, it needs to get so under it's control. It's not the Kung Flu. The Kung Flu. It's more like the fucking Italia flu. Yeah, well, you just got to be protected. And you're protecting everybody else, dude. Like, at the end of the day, it's don't be selfish. And now you know. <laughs> and knowing is half the battle. Oh, yeah. What was that from? G.I. Joe. Let us find out. <laughs> our favorite catchphrases. Oh yeah, our, our Varg cat. Yeah, the mo- yeah. Now we can't even bring up Varg because he's about oh, the second most oh, racist great. person. We're now on a list. <laughs> Fuck, we're on a list again. God damn it! Oh shit! It's <laughs> what else do you got? It's like a fucking list of racist people: Ku Klux Klan, then Varg Vickerness, and now us because and we now us because we 
No, we that. don't believe that. Fuck that. We just brought up his name accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, all you fucking racist people. Uh, we're on a list. <laughs> FBI's checking it twice. Well, we've been naughty and nice, so we're good. <laughs> Come on, it balances man. out. <laughs> we, we have Juan Marley here, man. That's right. That, that One is, love. That's Come right there's peace. <laughs> oh, what? So we got to get a couple more subjects in here because we got one more beer to drink yet. So was there anything else we wanted to talk about? Um, Death Fest. Death what do you Fest. think about Death Fest? I, well, those are two big ones for next year. Is like Maryland Death Fest and Decibel. Like, I mean, if this shit continues the way it is, they're going to fucking start canceling uh, that. I mean, I I just I, this can be no surprise to anybody in this room or it listens to this. I have just forwarded my reservations for the Kiss Cruise from this year to next year because it got canceled for this year, Damn. of course. So I'll be going to it again <laughs> next year. So, and I, I stop rocking on the fucking chair. All right. Well, what's going to end up happening is, oh boy, <laughs> here we go. Kiss might not make it, dude. They're old. Yeah, that's th- this is true. This is very true. You're waiting another fucking year. You know, it might be the partial kiss cruise yeah i don't know you say that but i think those dudes are in better shape than we are yeah think about it think about it those costumes are 50 pounds and you and i've seen them they're not just standing there going no they're fucking going crazy in those outfits dude they're 50 pounds and more makeup than your grandmother wears dude fucking coke will make you do all kinds of shit yeah okay they're not on coke (laughs) dude i i don't even know if i could do that for half the show even on coke yeah, no, those, they're you're not, you're not and with all that heat no, on true. stage and yeah, I can't afford the really good coke. You know, yeah, but the- at the end of the day, if you got that fucking paycheck coming to you too, at the end of the day, and you're like, yeah. all right, let's get out there, put these fucking heavy fucking I things mean, on. I mean, me and him sat. What was it like? Right off the stage, and the heat that comes off of that from the explosions and all that. Holy, uh, there we have video of me going, Jesus Christ, it's fucking hot. Well, look at Slayer. Like, yeah. you want to get into that. I mean, how many yeah. rows back were we for Slayer and Reading? And you could feel the heat. That, yeah. Man. So, no. Unless it's projected out. <laughs> Which, <laughs> it doesn't even hit the stage. It only goes out. <laughs> Which, in the meantime, no, I, I've seen, like, like drum cams of Paul uh, Paul uh, Stoff on that farewell tour. And that man looks like he's just dying back there. I know the one time I went to see Slipknot, and we were right off the side of the stage. And they had oxygen tanks. Like, literally, when you could tell they were, they've had enough, they'd quick run over. Well, yeah, they're all wearing masks and shit, too. Yeah. I mean, those fucking rubber masks got to be hot as fuck when you're mm-hmm. up on stage. Who's wearing a rubber mask? Slipknot. Slipknot. Oh, yeah. But, or yeah, those guys were fucking. Silicone or whatever they're. They, and they were really good, too. I, I take a lot of heat for this. I like Slipknot, and they put on one hell of a fucking show. Yeah, but they're not that thick, dude. Like, that's all latex shit. Yeah, Tom but, Savini, I think, made their last But set. they would still be pretty hot especially in the warmer months when you and, think and they're wearing jumpsuits and you know yeah but you fucking want to be there you know what i mean you right. gotta you gotta also put in the perspective of like you're but, not just wearing a mask and being like holy shit like you are on fucking set and you're doing this right. shit and you're fucking feeding off of the crowd and that pushes you it's i know like, you know getting in these costumes for halloween like i do where it's hard to fucking breathe and you can't see but at the end of the day like you're just in this moment that it, you forget about all that shit until you're done. You're well, like, you know, that's, that was funny. I was watching, you say that. I was watching, um, oh, there was a special. It was, it was about the thrash scene in L.A. Uh, Yo! Uh, Dave Ellison narrates it. That is a it. fucking amazing it's, documentary. And what's that on? 
on, it's on Prime. Tubi. Oh, oh, I want to watch Prime. it. Yeah, it's really good. Oh my god, like, it is so good. I thought that was better than Murder in the Front Row. I do. Yeah, I I oh, haven't. I like that one. Murder in the Front Row didn't teach me anything. I knew all that. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, but already. I liked watching that. Yeah, shit, but dude. No. Yeah, but the L.A. thrash scene, you don't know the, shit about it. Like, you was. don't realize like. They get in. They have the dude from Hyrax is talking oh. about, which Hyrax is fucking awesome. They but, are amazing. They're amazing live. But they start talking about like how like we went into a whole nother zone now. But they start talking about like, and I don't want to ruin it too much, but they talk about like how the scenes mixed up in L.A. Like in order just to play, they had to play these weird mixed shows and yeah. shit, and it's pretty wild. Like that like, and uh, how they had to like play backyard parties just because nobody would have them. I mean, like they, they wouldn't play in L.A. because. LA wouldn't have them. They had to go like into the valley or into. So, oh, that you got to see that documentary. That is so no, I'll awesome. I'll definitely go check that out tonight. Yeah, and I, I mean, I got to give props to Dave Ellison because I mean, he put a hell of a lot of time in. Yes, that, that is that is a great, great documentary. Now, what beer is this that we're pouring? Uh, this is Workhorse. It's a black lager, five point five. And yeah. Workhorse is what King of Prussia. Yes. Yeah, they're an awesome local brewery that. I mean, and as I, I try to do at least a local beer on the podcast all the time, at least one. I prefer more than that, but they, it, um, it they, doesn't smell good. They did. Was it a black lager? Yeah. Yeah. They hosted, um, uh, was, it was 2019 that I went to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was Pittsburgh invades. I, I, I know I've talked about it on the show that Pittsburgh invades, uh, Philly and, <clears throat> Workhorse was the the venue that it was at, and it was so much fun. It was like one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite beer fests. But <laughs> sorry, we were doing a selfie. It there fucking tastes the... like shit, <laughs> dude. Oh my god, it tastes like an ashtray, like literally like an ashtray. I thought you'd like this, no, because you like the darker no. beers, and they use that kind of yeah. But this is bad. Smoky. Yeah, that I think that's what it is. Oh, really? Smoke. Flavor or whatever the fuck they put in it. The roasted, it's the same thing they put in stouts. They just yeah. use it in the lager. But it tastes bad. I bought one of their uh, their work shirts. <laughs> but it tastes bad. <laughs> it tastes fucking bad. <laughs> I love it. I bought one of their work shirts, and we were talking about this earlier. Ooh, workhorse. Yeah, before the show started, we were talking about sports and stuff. And you know how everybody has the, the black work shirts and it has the logo? Though Theirs is like a light blue with pinstripes and has a little W on it. It looks like a Washington Nationals baseball jersey. Oh, Jesus. And everybody's like, oh, you're a Nationals fan? I'm like, no. Workhorse. So. Yeah, well, wah, even their shirts wah. apparently suck. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Black Horse. I, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I, I had, I've been drinking their beers a lot lately, and I, I dig it. I yeah. like their IPAs a lot. They have, a, they have an Imperial Red that was so good. Why didn't you bring that then? I, I got it a, a year ago. Because this isn't good, mm. but yeah, they're um, they uh, that <sighs> imperial red was so good. The color, like when it was poured into a glass, was I'm gonna it's gonna sound weird for a second. It was a sexy looking beer because mm. that I love red beers. Period red. So yeah, it was it was like a bloody red. It was really cool. I like it. I mean, it literally like, tastes like you rinsed out a shitload of fucking ashtrays and you just <laughs> poured it into a glass and was taste this. <laughs> I, you know what, I kind, of, I kind of got distracted here. I was going to actually start making fun of him of the 420 beers, but you were the one that likes the 420. I don't beers. fucking like the 420 beers. I love either, the 420 dude. beers. Fuck that. They and, taste like. And shit I like this too. too. It's a good. I really like this. This is like a stout without the ale edge to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah, Marlboro clean. stout. <laughs> <laughs> um, like again, I'm a big fan of Workhorse's beers. I've had quite a few of them, and this our, our mascot almost just. 
had some beer. Who zombie beer <laughs> or zombie cat? Zombie cat, zombie cat zombie beer. Had, Jesus Christ! Zombie cat almost had a beer. <laughs> zombie cat was a naughty boy and shit in the floor the other day because right. we tried changing his litter box and he didn't want a new litter box. But he fucking doesn't like it, dude. He's like, fuck you. Well, he he's using it now. Mm-hmm. Little Aww. turd. You hear that? They're calling you turds. Yeah, he got in trouble. He wasn't happy. He's happy now, so. But he's happy. He's happy he's, we're here. Yeah, he he's happy. House. Yeah, he missed the podcast. He doesn't like when there's not people down here, so. But. <laughs> um, kind of switching gears here. So you've been kind of working behind the scenes while we've been off, and you've set up. I set up uh, some, some guests to come on real soon. Yes. So just giving a little teaser. Um, yeah, like set it up. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't even know how to intro this. I, I don't like, either. Uh, do you want? Do we want to say exactly who it I is? I know that, how to intro this. There's a record store around here that we don't like that held an album for John, <laughs> and it was an album from Violence. And uh, so, go ahead. Um, let's just say we we have a secured interview with a member of Violence. Just fucking say the goddamn name. All right, Sean Killian from Violence. All right, so that's coming up. Hopefully. Next week we can hammer that out. Which I'm would, super excited for. I would really like to do I, that. I've talked to a couple of our our fans, like I said in in the beginning of the show here, and they're all waiting to hear like the three of us like giddy about this. I'm like, waiting to fucking talk to them, dude. dude. Oh I my god! Great. Like I, all right. So we went to see Violence when they played in Brooklyn oh, that last was so year. Awesome. Which I have. I, I'm I'm smiling now. I, I know that was such a like, good show, and it was. It was the fulfillment of like a 25 year dream. Yes. Like it was going to see violence. Yes. And I mean, I think all three of us had that same fucking bucket list band. Like they were one of the few that were on my bucket list to you see. You know, the, the weird thing about that show, and I will, I will say this, and it rings in my head is the three of us keep like getting separated. But when we came back to each other at that show, we, were, we looked like 15 year old kids going, right. oh my God. That, and that was that whole show felt like we were young again. Yes, back in it that, did. Back in those days, and that dude, was, it was great. We, we hooked up with Paul and up up there as well yep. from Soul Grinder Zine, which is cool. And 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 the really cool part was that was only three blocks away from my other bucket <laughs> list band, which was fucking X Hoarder at um, St. Vitus. Like, yeah, it was. It was it just, just Saint Vitus. That was that bar. same day, right? Or no? No, 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 no. That wasn't what was the same that same day? day? We went down to St. Vitus, though. We went down there to have a beer. Yeah, after oh, violence. No, the same day was Nick Cage. Right? Well, no, they it was a Nick Cave cover band. I looked it up. Yeah. But oh. but in the meantime, no, we got to go. We got to take Juan to St. Vitus. Yeah, 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 which I loved. I loved that place. Fucking amazing. Yeah, and if, if you're on the East Coast and you've never been to St. Vitus, you're fucking selling. You're just. You're missing. You're not living life because yeah. it is a fucking the most awesome club ever. Like. As we talk about Brad, there's one thing that, oh, he makes me so angry. Oh. He got to play there. Well, yeah. I mean, with Barrow in the Sky yeah. he's, and Rivers and I, yeah, like, they, they opened there. for yeah. Rivers at, oh. at, at that fucking place. That and place it, is so awesome. I, what I love about it is that it's so small. Yes. Like, you literally will, no matter where you stand in that room, mm-hmm. dude, you're like, Right there with well, the fucking band. If you <laughs> if you go online and find the videos of X Order the first, the there, we're in it. You can see yep. me and John. Dude, in that's it. awesome. Yeah. Oh, that place is. So, I really the wish sound was gone. beautiful, dude. It was it was fucking and it was so old school. Like, all right, so we talked about it before, but I'm gonna say it again. It was so fucking old school. 
There was it was anything goes. The yep. pit was fucking brutal. They were stage diving. It was fucking. It was like it was like being at in Unisound. The, yeah, but it was also like being uh, in the P cells. But who's buying video? Yeah, because like, it was just stage diving or uh, Wake Up Dead video where they're ripping the cage. Oh down. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what it was like because it's just nuts. People flying everywhere. I mean, it it is such a fucking sin that Vinny Labella isn't with X Hoarder anymore, and I've been. I've actually been trying to find out why. I can't. I, I, I've been doing the same thing. I've been like diving deep trying to figure it out. I can't mm-hmm. find anything. But that said, um, maybe we'll get lucky and be able to get Kyle. I'm friends with him on Facebook. So I am know, I. I know a couple people that are in his social circle. So maybe that'll be another one we can We're, do soon. Maybe one day we can do a couple and, and you guys will get to hear some really cool oh, shit. But what is, what is one of the other ones that are lined up that um, we are going to definitely get? Chris from Internal Bleeding. Which, um, a, a fucking killer death metal band from... I, they're I, from Long Island, right? Yeah, I, I feel they're criminally overlooked because all the today's hardcore, may I say, hardcore death metal, like deathcore, I say came from Internal Bleeding. They were doing this 25 years ago. I believe somebody in Internal Bleeding plays with Buckshot Facelift. I believe so. Which is a grindcore band that we've played on here, mm-hmm. and I'm... They kind of know who we are, so that nice, but, and uh, and a podcast. I believe they do. Oh fuck, I forget the name of the are podcast. They, are they the the Grim Brothers podcast? No, mm. that's you're thinking Grim Dystopian. Yeah, it's. I don't think that's them. They do another one. Um, I don't know. I can't remember, but I follow them on Facebook. They do some awesome interviews. Who else? Um, been talking to Jason from. Uh, Polka Dot Cadaver, one Which, of my favorite bands. Yeah, they're fucking awesome. I love them guys. I love those guys very much, and they uh, they have a new album coming out, and I'm sure Jason wants to wants to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I would definitely love to talk to them. Yep. Who else? But um, uh, that's all I have. Do you have anybody from... Um Cruel Bomb, maybe or oh yeah, we were talking about that, right? Yeah, before we all got locked. Brandon from Cruel Bomb, he hit me up yes. just the other week and wants to come on, so we'll have to have him Which on. Which I definitely want to want to do all these. These yeah, interviews cruel, are incredible. Yeah. yeah, Cruel Bomb is fucking awesome, Re- dude. You know what? I kind of like saw like clips of their video without sound, and I was kind of like, <sighs> but then when I listened to it, well, that that's kind of weird. Why would you watch a video without? <laughs> no, no, <sound>? it was, <laughs> I was. I was Fuck. back in 1910. No, no, I had my, I had my, uh, my black phone. and white. I had my phone like turned down. And I was, I don't know, doctor's appointment, whatever. Just Lip looking through reading. Facebook, and I seen it. And I'm like, this doesn't look like it's gonna be that cool. But then when I got home, are you listening. fucking kidding me? Dude, those guys are fucking killer. Oh this, my god! When I heard it was sound, I was like, oh my god! god I don't I know what this. it sounds like. And then he played. I don't. Were you at the show? Like no. one of the last Soul Grinders. No, shows? no, I was only no. At, I was only at like two. But he, soul he was sleeping. Shows. He played with yeah. He was looking at his fucking phone the whole yeah. time. He played with no, dissensions. He, he played guitar with dissensions, See, which he, is fucking awesome. You guys are busting my balls because I was looking at my phone the whole time. You know what I was doing? <laughs> I was making notes. No, no. Yeah, no. you right. You were looking at gay porn. I was making notes. You were making show. notes about gay porn. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with there's that. There's nothing wrong with that, dude. No, I for was you. making notes on you know my my how big the what, gay what, dick was. <laughs> what I liked about the show. What I didn't like about the show. <laughs> I might even be able to still do. No, them I up. did the same thing that day. I wrote down show, uh, notes for that day, and then I showed the guys when they were here. Remember, we interviewed the crazy oh murder method, the murder, one that uh, yeah, the 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 yeah, which the podcast the, that 
didn't work out, but it would have been a great fucking podcast, which we have we to got, have them back we on. Yes, yeah, as fuck at that one. Yeah, that was but not good. Technical difficulties made that <laughs> podcast not happen, which was, it was a great podcast. Oh, I just wish it would have gone up. Yeah, that was that was a lot but of fun. I was just talking about. I that showed last their night. my notes to them because at that time I had no idea who they were, and that whole show that we went up to the Soul Grinder thing was was just random. So I made notes and showed them. I'm like, yeah, here's the thing. And I believe in the notes it said Big Nose didn't like them because you didn't like them. No, I didn't. I, I thought the sound was really terrible for them. Yeah, them. which the sound is, is always a little off there because they don't have a great PA system. I don't know. Which I, they need to invest in or try I've to I've been there and the out. sound was great for one show and then the next show it's not quite as good. Yeah, it's, like go it's not honed in perfectly. Yeah. It's, that it's that one that we went to with Havoc, like all the openers sounded great. Who? Ha- was it, no, it wasn't Havoc. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wrath. Oh, Wrath, yeah. yeah. But I left before Wrath. Wrath was awesome. They, they killed it. Show, right? huh? that was no, it was just us two. Yeah. But, no, yeah. Wrath. Oh, I think Brad showed up, too. Yeah. I think, because Brad wants to get whatever this is up there, which would be really cool for them. Which yeah, I was the beginning. So. I just didn't want to see Big Nose taking gay notes down, so I was like, oh, this fucking guy. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not going. But Fuck you. I missed a lot of great shows. So, but kind of, <laughs> all right. So, bringing that back around again. So, yeah, we got to see violence like two blocks away from where we got to see X Hoarder, which were two bucket list bands for Big Nose and I for sure. Well, now, violence, especially. I've I seen violence was great, dude. I've seen X Hoarder back in the day with Entombed. oh, yeah, you've seen them with Entombed up in yeah. up Studio at, One, Studio One up in New York. Yeah, oof. Oh, that was a, such a great show. That was so awesome. I that, was so drunk. That too. was clandestine. Clandestine in the law. <sighs> and Incantation opened up, Ripping Corpse, and I believe Brutal Truth. Yeah, Holy that was shit. almost like that Headbangers Ball. Yeah. Studio One. Hangman's Ball. Or Hangman's Ball, yeah. yeah. Studio One, every time I went there back in the day, it it was always Brutal Truth was there, Incantation, and Ripping Corpse. I love Brutal Solemn. Truth live, dude. Mm. I always love them live. Mm. Yeah. Brutal Truth. Like, I every time I saw them live, they were just great. Well, when you played with them, I was, that was that was the beginning of them, wasn't that was it? Yeah, they they were insanity. only around about a year. Yeah, that was fucking insanity. That show, and it, that was Incantation as well. They yeah. were torn yeah. uh, onward. It was it was was a pungent stench Incantation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brutal, yeah. Truth. Yeah. Truth. I think that was like the first time pungent stench toured the U.S. and they did like twelve shows or something like that. And they weren't even they they couldn't get their visa if I remember right. So right. They, they came over as visitors yeah. and just used like That's awesome. everybody else's gear. <laughs> like. Yeah. They they played years later up there up in uh, Allentown at the Acorn. It was a Skip Horn show, and it, they were who pungent did yeah. And they were they sold this place out to the point where it the I thought the building was going to fall down because there were so many people inside. Were they you, supposed to play this year? Like one of the well, guys, yeah. Sharank right? plays pungent stench. Yeah, it's one of the guys, but it obviously never happened, and nobody no, got to see right. it. See how it was going. Which on. is funny because I, I going back to Brad, I bust his balls all the time because he he really likes pungent stench, and I'm like I saw. Yeah, He's never seen yeah, it. for fucking been caught buttering of all yeah. things, because I had that cassette signed by all three and left it at my ex wife's house, and nice. it got thrown away. Ah, oh, nice. Glad you threw her away. Yeah, you and me both. But um, yeah, shame on you, ex wife. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean that was that was a and that place was about as big as my basement. I think yeah. there was about forty people there. Yeah, yeah if you would get lifted up, you'd be. Touching the ceiling. Yeah, remember I I jumped yeah. off. The, I I staged over from 
I think it was for pungent stench, and my foot got stuck in the ceiling. Yeah, it's like the ceiling was so fucking low well, at that place. Don't you remember the, the article? It talked about the, yeah. the, the Rammy Abortacide fans yeah. that ripped down the fucking place. <laughs> I remember I, 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 I put a hole in the, one of the ceiling tiles because I stage dove, and then again, I went back up to do this again, and my foot got caught on one of the wires for uh, oh, the lighting yeah, rig. Oh, yeah, I remember and that. the lighting rig almost came with yeah. me. Yeah. That was when I was young and very thin. So Yeah, nobody's going to pick you up now. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I do that at shows every now and then. I go, I really like to crowd surf. And I'm like, ain't nobody picking my fat ass. I don't know. So. You're, you're more like crowd crushing now. Yeah, yeah you're not Billy Milano. <laughs> yeah, you motherfuckers ain't picking me up. Well, when we were at X-Order, I kind of was like scratching my head. Going, oh, that would have been so amazing. Because I was having so much fun. I felt like such a kid again. I was like, I really want to stage dive. Nobody's catching my ass. <laughs> Well, no, that, I think they would have. I think you would have been fine there. Years, years and years ago. About, yeah, you're not full of 16-year-old kids in the front. No. Well, <laughs> not where there. I'm going with this fucking story, uh, the last show at Soundwaves, we've talked about it because TFD was on at Divination. Um, uh, Soundwaves didn't have, well, they had a you know a rule of no, no stage diving. You could crowd surf, but you couldn't stage dive. So here, uh, Troy from Sirius, I Want to Kill You, um, a bunch of other other local bands. We all huddle in the back because we're all drunk and having a good time watching Phobia at the last show at this club. And they all go, hey, this is the last song. We're all going to stage dive. Yes, let's do this. Even my wife, like who was afraid that I was going to get hurt, goes, yeah, go ahead, do this. So they start playing. We all run up on the stage and we all go to dive off. Don't I pick like the left-hand side as I'm in mid-flight off the stage, I look down, and there's nothing but 14, 15-year-old girls. And I'm like, oh, this is going to hurt. And all I remember was just, boom, Oof. floor, on top of all these these young girls going, get off of me. I'm like, I'm sorry. I felt like Chris Farley. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Look, oh, I'm sorry. It, That's oh, like a hurt. child porn story, dude. That's fucking It hurts so bad. That's that's rough. I that. I think the last time I staged dove was like Biohazard at Unisound. <laughs> I was just talking about Unisound. Uh, my friend Danny from Divination, whatever this is. Oh, yeah, yeah. He works right next door to, to where Unisound Oh, really? The tire place now or whatever the fuck No, it no, it's uh, Rose Corp. And uh, I was like, yeah, dude, right next to where you work used to be with one of the greatest clubs in Berks County. Yeah, I think it's a car parts place now. Yeah, it's not like a tire place or something Yeah, yeah something like, yeah. like that. Yeah, and he's like, really? That little place? I'm like, yep. Like, dude, they had a half pipe in there. That place was, like, was Holy so shit. awesome, man. I, sound needs I, to be a club again. There's no club else. I miss more than that yeah. one. I mean, just think about, we hated it. Like, it's, it's the same thing as, you know, when when you see something, you're like, oh, that place sucked. That, bad. that place sucked. Nowadays, we look back and go, dude, that was so much fun. But I never hated Unison. I always no, I loved that place. Yeah. No, oh, I, I, dude. I kind of remember it, it, going, That place oh. was great. I mean, and we got to know Jake, so it was like... <laughs> You got. I got mace in my eyes too. Yeah. Can't we all just be friends? The skinheads came in. <laughs> but I mean, it was just what you know. It just felt like home. You were so used to going there and seeing all the cool shows. I mean, Christ, I, I was just telling somebody the other day, like one of my first shows. Oh, it was on Facebook. Somebody posted, like, yes. "What was the first show you get caught in a mosh at?" I was yep. like, "Fucking leeway at Unisound." Like, yeah, I, rem- I I read that. That was pretty cool. I mean, that's you can't beat that. Well, with right now with you know. Where we're at, the one mall that we all hung out at is being torn down. Oh, I know. That's a shame. And I just remember, we'd go to the, the mall. Fairgrounds. Yep. 
fairgrounds. We'd go to the mall, hang out there, and then we'd go to Unisound. Or we'd go over to Heaster's and, like, shoot pool and shit like that. Or get arrested for underage drinking. Or... <laughs> <laughs> Not arrested, just citations. Just citations, whatever. <laughs> I, just rem- I just remember the one time uh, Big Shane gave me, um, this was the first time I had moonshine. And it was, like, uh, mixed with some kind of fruit punch. And he goes, here, try this. And... He didn't tell me right away, don't take a big gulp off of it. Well, here I take a big gulp gulp off of it. I am fucking blind. Oof. I'm like, Shane, I can't see. He's like, dude, don't drink that much. It it wasn't moonshine. It was nail polish remover. Probably. Probably. Oof. Little acetone. (laughs) Never hurt nobody. (laughs) I worked with it, and it gets in the pores. You're all right. Didn't do nothing for you. I mean, look at you. You're fine. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen this lately. <laughs> uh, so I guess that's we're kind of bringing this around to an end here. Yeah, it it was fun. It was a lot of fun. It, so I apologize for the lack of music, but I knew it's been several months since we've gotten together, and we had a lot to talk about, really. So, and of course, every show we do, we just tail off into. Well, we got a lot of good episodes coming up. Yeah, you know, we just yeah, there's a lot of shit coming. Like it's it's uh. It's been a lot of fun, uh, like, working on this stuff behind the scenes, I will say that. And I did miss being, like, here with you guys. Yeah, we tried the remote thing. I did not like it. Not that we couldn't. I mean, I was kind of, like, so people understand. It's not the same feel. No, it's not the same feel. And, like, the tech, like, I was missing certain things I needed to do that do it a little bit better, which I ultimately ended up getting. But, you know, in the middle of it, our mixer broke Mm -hmm. and almost burned the fuck up. So we got a new one from Rode. Which I mean, shout out to Road because I mean they shout just replaced and Floyd. <laughs> By the way, that's another one that's going to come up. Both Floyd and Stoyer want to come in again, so we definitely have to have them guys in yeah, here. Yeah, from Slugger not. Yep, nice, nice, nice. I'd like yeah. to have them again. So I, I just love hanging out with those guys. I mean, they are is what's the word I could look for that paints them in a nice way. They're politically incorrect and they're a. Dude, they're the best dudes. They're ever. great they're people, dude. Yeah, they're to be around. So, I mean, Floyd alone. Floyd just, whenever I'm around that guy, he just, I could be pissed off at the world and he'll figure out a way to make me laugh. And Stoyer. They're both fucking awesome. I like, I love hanging out with those dudes and hearing their stories. So, like, and we've never had them together in the same room. So. Oh, boy. And Stoyer prints all the shit for death threads. So. Yes. Yeah, which, by the way, like, if you're not familiar, one of our sponsors is Death Threads, which is Juan's company. Yay! And uh, hey, yeah, shout yeah, out to Juan. You have the so the, the, you have the <laughs> cheering crowd on the on no, the it's the laughter. No, no, it's laughter. Why the f- that, dude, <laughs> this guy's like you stay the fuck away from <laughs> they got the, the fucking... birds and the and the crickets and the things and the bells. But Death Threads is pretty cool. You need to check <laughs> them out. Off. They're on Big Cartel. Yeah, you just go to deaththreads13.com. You'll find it. And you got some awesome shit. Coming and up. is the most awesome blasphemous anti-religious shit you've ever seen. Like, and if really, you're local, you can stop at Creative Vibes Tattoo Studio. It's our all, other sponsor. All the stuff is there for sale. And, uh, I mean, everything, stickers, magnets, backpacks, flip-flops, uh, beach, beach towels, towels. Te- the best fucking T-shirts ever, which two out of the three of us are wearing them. Yep. I could guess Guess who isn't wearing one. Say guess, it. guess. Say it. Big nose. Fuck. <laughs> and the funny thing was, I actually, I had one in my hand, and I went, no, nah, I'll just wear a Maryland Death Fest. So, with that, <laughs> so with that, we're going to end this show, and uh, 
we're so glad to be back. It was a great time. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us and playing along. And uh, this, so this song is actually has some significance. It's total fucking destruction. And this name of the song is To Be Alive at the End of the World. And I think it's pretty fitting. It's Please wear your mask. This is where out. we're at. Enjoy. Enjoy. 